Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, you're joining us on the way back from Bristol. What road are we on, Phil? What mode? M5. M5, on the M5 on the way back from Bristol. We're just deliberating when we're going to stop for some grub, but we thought we'd, we'd record a quick trike before we do. A 2-2 draw at Bristol City, an entertaining game. The, the, the fans, the armchair, the championship armchair neutrals who watch Borough on the box must wish they were on every week because against Luton and against Bristol City it was both enthralling end-to-end stuff. No wonder they picked them for the Birmingham and Huddersfield games. Phil. It, was a, it was a good game to watch today. Woodgate said he was gutted not to win the game. Um, obviously frustrated to throw away points from a winning position again. But, it, but is it still a good point? I think it was crucial that Middlesbrough didn't lose today. Um, I think the good signs were that, obviously, they, they, they were able to find a way back into the match. Um, that, that, that goal just before half-time, I know the cliche says it's a bad time to concede. It felt like a bad time to concede. It was such a bad goal to concede. That could have knocked the stuffing out of them, couldn't it? But credit to them. Um, he said after the match that he made changes, and that did seem to make Middlesbrough look more solid. Although I, I didn't really feel the goal was coming when it did, you know, the equaliser. But nonetheless, I think Burnley could have really done with the win to take in the break. Because, you know, the, the table is spreading out a bit now, isn't it? You know, you've got teams like Charlton at the top end, you know, who, who you think should theoretically be below Borough. They're, you know, they're up in second place. Uh, you know, it, it leaves Borough with six points from six games, which is not what they really wanted. But nonetheless, I think it was vital not to lose. And there were there were there were a few signs that they can they can hurt decent teams and Bristol City are a decent team. No, I think I think I mean would get called for a ninety minute performance, and I think you know take out uh, you know there was a few there was a few spells where Bristol City were on top, but it's certainly the most complete performance we've seen so far. The frustration the frustrating element obviously is the manner of the goals conceded, two crosses that weren't blocked from the right hand side and two free headers. Um, I mean. Woodgate said afterwards he couldn't speak highly enough of Fry, but then he did say that the centre backs need to do more for the goals. And I spoke to Fry afterwards, and, and he said he, you know, absolutely over the moon to get back, but he, but he, he admitted he should have done more for the goals, and he fully expects Woodgate to get him into to his office this week and to show him the videos and talk him through it. Going forward, I thought Asamba Longo was the best he's been this season. Um, Johnson. I think again showed why he's above Brown in the pecking order yeah. um, and I thought Fletcher did well my only worry with Fletcher is he's, he's keen to get close to a Sombolonga understandably because they work well together but it's not the first time today I think it was the case last week as well that Bowler is being left exposed on that left side and I thought he did well today considering how exposed he was because Bristol City were targeting him and most of Bristol City's joy in the first half especially came down that flank yeah no absolutely I think it was interesting that what he said after the match at half time he did make a change he, he was yeah, he was yeah. concerned about the full backs uh, pressing on um, and then leaving gaps behind and what he basically wanted one to go and one to sit and clearly that was the difference afterwards um, yeah this, that defensive frailty 
is something that has to be resolved because it can be really damaging in the season. I've used this example before. It reminded me a little bit of the start of the 2013-14 season when, when Tony Mowbray couldn't find a way to keep the ball out of the net. And the team were playing reasonably well going forward, but they conceded soft goals. And ultimately, it damages confidence. And of course, it costs you points. You know, you just got to look at Borough this season with a bit slightly better defending would have been what at least four to six points better off already. So it does. It is having an effect. And when so when you look at the reasons why Borough have six points from six and not more, you'd have to put the you know the reason really is they just they haven't defended well enough uh, because they, you know you top the goals up. It's not desperate, is it? You know, scored three against Luton, scored two 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 against Bristol City. You know, so they're capable of scoring goals, but they've got to keep it out. They just have to find a way to keep it out. I think I think what'll be key. He said after the game would get didn't he that Ayala in house and they're not serious. He hopes to, to have them back for for um, for Reading. George Friend is hopefully knocking on the door. I think it was wise not to to risk him today. Hayden Coulson he would get said from the start that that was going to be after the international break. But so far he hasn't had a clean bill of health for, with his defenders and Dale Fry was clearly going to be the number one centre half. He didn't have him training with the squad throughout the entirety of pre-season. He hasn't been able to work on the defence as a unit, has he? Certainly not his first choice defence. I was looking earlier today, and when you look, he's, he's been chopped into, he's been forced into chopping and changing the defence from game to game. Colson started, then he got a knock, so Friend came in, then Friend got a knock, so Bowler came in. Housen and Dykesdale have been in and out. Now, now Dale obviously replaces Ayala, so. I do think this this break has come at a, a good time to hopefully get everyone fit defenders wise and work closely with them together on what what he wants from them moving forward. Then hopefully there'll be a, a tighter unit because they're not they're not wide open, are they? No, throughout no, the game, no. they're just conceding sloppy goals, soft goals. Well, that that that'll be the frustration. No, you said he was tearing his hair out, wasn't he, about the nature of the first goal today? Um, I think he's got. You, you, you mentioned the problems in. in getting a settled back four he's also got the issue of he does want to try and bed his new signings in and he's got the you know he said he said a few times you know if, if Housen's the best right back he starts but there's a bigger picture isn't there because you know he want he presumably want Housen in midfield eventually and you want Dyke Steele to play at right back and as you say Coulson's got a claim at left back he's done well so far he's done nothing wrong but Ball has been in as you say and Friends been in so Hopefully, what we'll see as September progresses is, is is the team settle down. And if you might make the odd tweak here and there, but you know you wouldn't want a situation like you had today where there was four changes. You know that's a third of a team, slightly more than a third of a team. So you know there there are positions that seem to pick themselves, but as you say in defence, there are you know we spoke after the match walking out the ground about the back the other centre backs and Dale did well. You know obviously. With Apart from the goals, you know, overall Dale did well. Shotton gets a lot of stick, and I think a lot of it's unfair. I think you he's know, had three solid games. Yeah, now I, in a I, row. you know, I, the, the, the sort of question I put to you was when we were talking about was does, does, does Danny Ayala just walk straight back in? You know, I know we, you know he's, he's, he's a proven Championship defender, isn't he? But if if friends fit, if Ayala's fit, if if Fry's fit, and if Shotton's fit, who starts out of those four? Um, I don't think it necessarily. Is a foregone conclusion that it's, that it's Ayala and Fry. Well, well, I mean, it goes back to the last pod, pod we did, which was all about the defence. 
and it, it it's still very difficult to say what would be his first choice back for now if everyone was fit and yeah. I'd probably pumped for given what we've seen so far this season House and Fry <laughs> maybe Ayala and, and, and Coulson but then you know he, he talks George up in absolutely every possible yeah. opportunity so you know, has he would, had that position for him would, hasn't he would Friend get the nod ahead of Ayala you know Fry's going to be in there uh, I think Coulson fully deserves to be in there to, to one of the real disappointments of the, of the first block of games to me has been his injury because he'd started so well yeah, I think so, he had every chance to nail that down and it would be nice to see him kick on wouldn't it one of the young players to come through um, I think the good thing is and you know looking at it you saw the glass half full half empty if Borough do have a spate of injuries like they have they've got the numbers to cope at the back you wouldn't say it was necessarily the best defence in the championship but they've got the personnel available but in going the, forward in the, yeah, the, the way going forward they haven't yeah. you know there's trying for a combination or Woody's trying for a combination from the back four that's still not convincing I thought Lewis Wing had a quiet game yeah. by his standards and I'm a big Wing fan he just doesn't look quite himself no I don't know why it's second season syndrome I know he's been around longer than that but yes last season was his breakthrough wasn't it in championship level I mean there was that nice moment where the ball came back to him and he, he, he whizzed it just wide didn't he was it McNair put the ball back in or was it Wing in the second yeah, half yeah it was him wasn't it there yeah. wasn't it who put the ball in but you know we know there's a player there no doubt about it but that 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 three for me is probably the area that you, you kind of think is there more to come from them you know is there something else that you could do in there that might make a slight difference uh, i still think that's that's the that's the first choice three i think it has to be but it's just getting that Balance right. Is House not getting the first choice three for you? Well, I, I think for me, House will be the first choice right back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how is House? Obviously, we've, we've discussed this before, but you've got a situation where if you have to have a holding play, and I think you do, the only option is really clear. Yeah. So then it's the other two positions, isn't it? It's not the natural game of any of the others, no, is it? No. I, I wasn't one bit surprised to see Wing replace Savile again today. No. But then you look, and because House is out, suddenly you've got Conor Malley coming in on the bench, and you know, we did bit of working out didn't we before kickoff and the average age of the subs was 22 yeah and that was including Gestead who's 30 so yeah. it's, a, it's a young bench it's a very young bench isn't it and I think I think you know there are signs up front you know Brit Brit scoring again is a great thing I thought he looked good today as you said um, I thought he started the season I know he scored at Luton but I thought overall his general performance wasn't quite what we've expected no. you know seen from him um, in a Burris shirt but that's good to see him you know getting another goal but for the width of a post Fletcher gets another one, yeah. you know, when he poked at that shot in the first half. Uh, Johnson's taking a claim, as, as we know. Um, and then there's that worry, isn't there? The, 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 the big, big worry, as we know, you know, we keep going back to it. What do we do if Britt gets injured or suspended? That That is the, you know, there's no real natural number nine to replace him. I suppose you'd have to put Fletcher or, or, or just dead in there. I, I do think that, that though, changing the subject slightly, I, I wondered this after the Millwall game last week and that you, you look at the last three games Blackburn, Wigan and Millwall they haven't really Borough weren't able to play the game they wanted to play I mean it was impossible for example to press high against a Millwall team that within a split second of getting the ball at the back pumped it long to, to Matt Smith up front I did wonder after the Millwall game whether Borough would benefit from playing better teams who tried to play it and I think that was probably clear today because the 
they did look more comfortable today, didn't they, against the side who, you know, both teams wanted to go for it. But even at 2-2, both teams were going for the win. So I think that's promising because Borough do have some tricky tricky games coming up, don't they, after the break. Yeah. And even Reading, Reading's a game that you look at and think, well, really, you want to win that game. It's starting to become a must-win, isn't it? But, but the Reading try and play the, try and play the game under, under this new gaffer they've got, or who was playing in the middle of last year. So, yeah, I, I do think there's promise there. I think the good thing is that Borough had uh, City rattled, I thought, in the first 20 minutes, half hour, you know. We thought City would be decent, didn't we? And they looked they looked shaky at the back, and that was you know no doubt down to the way Borough played. They got the ball they got the ball forward. You know we saw the situation where uh, McNair had that shot. You know what the, the time that McNair and Dyke Steele linked up well down the right. That was quite you know pleasing to see. There's um, there are signs that, that that they can hurt teams, and there's little there's little. Spells isn't the way you see a little slick interchange of passing. You think that's what he wants. That's what Woodgate's aiming for. It's difficult to join it up because you're up against good sides. You know, Bristol City will probably finish in the top eight. You know, they'll have ambitions of finishing in the top six. Um, so there's so many teams that will make every game, you know, a, an absolute battle. And you, you're not going to get a gimme. You know, Mil, you know, Millwall. You mentioned Millwall. I thought Millwall actually played some decent stuff as well on the day. And that, that's you know they're a team who you know by Neil Harris's own admission he just wants to finish higher than fourth bottom. That's his ambition. That's so that, that's a team down at the wrong end, so to speak, of the championship. And it's only going to get harder the further up you go. So um, I think that's why for me, you know, moving forward, you've got six points. It is a work in progress. We know what he what he knows that there's things that need to improve, particularly as we said the defending. I, but I also think that Borough need now start beating the likes of Reading at home. I know it's two weeks away, we've got a lot of, you know, there's an international break to come and there's plenty of time to discuss the forthcoming fixtures. But I think for me, beat the teams who might end up being around you at home and you've got a firm foundation then. Just on Brit, we mentioned him a bit earlier, quite a few days of birth of his second, his second child earlier this week. So he missed training on Thursday and Friday, wanted to play uh, and that was his, certainly the best he's played this season. Probably the best, I think, one of the best all-round performances we've seen from him in a Borough shirt. It's his 100th football league goal. Three now for the season in August. That's his best August since he signed. The, 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 the signs are there to suggest that he will have a Borough best season in terms of his, his goal tally. There's, there's nothing to say that he shouldn't be targeting 20 goals this season, is there? And if you go off the stats, he scores a goal every other game. Woody said that in his press conference today. He said... You it's know, three and six this yeah, year. Yeah, you know, he said Brits had Brits Brits had one goal in two. And if you look at his stats from last season, if you just compile his starts, he did manage virtually, you know, one every two games. He can be infuriated, he will miss chances. That's why he's in the championship and not in the Premier League. But Borough will play a more attacking adventure style of football this season, which is bound to suit him. So I'd, I'd be you know, if he stays fit, I'd be staggered if he doesn't get 20 goals. 20 he, goals plus. He took his goal well in the second half. I thought the first half, I know he missed a couple of chances, but there weren't, you know, real clear cut no. chances. And, he, and he, he made them for himself. There was a couple of times where he got the ball, defender was behind him, and, and, he, and he shrugged the defender. But yeah. re- really created a chance where he had no right to. Um, the only thing that, that it's, it's a little bit frustrating is I think you can tell when the midfielders are getting the ball or when the defence, there's still... There's still not quite that understanding there as to whether he should be coming or going. He was constantly looking to be 
on the shoulder in a way, wasn't he? Where there was a couple of times they were looking to go short, and then if Fletcher was out left, kind of out of the picture. So that's still a work in progress. But then that's bound to be, isn't it? We're still only what four or five weeks in the season. Well, absolutely. It isn't. You can't describe it as a well-old machine game, can you? You know, there's they're still getting used to each other playing in that in that four-three-three, and there's. We know there's been people change, as you said. Savile dropped out today, and Wingy came back. So you're getting different personnel, and that doesn't lend itself necessarily to everybody clicking. But I think there are signs that it is starting to gel. And um, you know, we we, we we do see everything from a Borough perspective, don't we? And we sometimes forget to think how the opposition must, you know, be concerned about you know Borough's threat and what they offer. And I, you know, speaking to Lee Johnson about it today and asking him what, you know, what he thought of Middlesbrough. He was still very complimentary. Sees them as a team certainly capable of competing around the top ten. And he says it's hard to choose between those clubs, you know. And he, you know, still, you know, he mentioned a few players he'd been impressed by. He's a big fan of Clayton and a few others. And you know, we we, we are guilty of living in a borough bubble, aren't we? At times, and um, they'll be a team that people will be wary of. But I think one way of being, you know. Co- building on that threat is to start putting performances and results together and, and that's the challenge moving forward now you know you can't continue to say into September and October well we're still just a work in progress you know there comes a time when it has to click or you try something else and I'm not saying that's the time yet but you know if Borough don't start picking up some positive results against the likes of Reading then you are sort of going to have to you know have a look at it a, a big boost obviously for Woodgate Borough is getting fried back coming through the 90 minutes and it was a bruising one, bruising one for him because Benicophobia doesn't give you a, no. a second's piece. I, th- I thought a couple of things. I thought he looked like he bulked up, um, which he said he had when we talked to him afterwards. He was saying that the kind of positive of being injured was he's been able to work on some of the things that he perhaps hasn't paid as close attention to in the past as he could have done. Um, diet was one of them, he said. And, and another thing was kind of working on a gym routine. Um, Captain in the club, fantastic. 22 on Friday, captain in the club on Saturday. The youngest captain since since Cattermall in, in uh, at Fulham in 2006, which was almost like not a normal league game because no, of what it no, was. It was, whereas, free, it was a free fixture, really, wasn't it? Yeah, but you know, Woodgate told you afterwards, didn't he? He, he sees Fry as being a, a captain for the future. Um, you would well imagine that he's going to keep that place now and he's only going to get better isn't he with, with every game there was a couple of you know I know a lot's been made of, of what he'll offer the side coming out with the defence there was a little lobbed through ball he played pretty early on which was class which you you couldn't imagine Ayala or Shotton playing then there was a, a Cruyff block which was which was good but as I said you're on the way out Phil what impressed me and I know the goals were disappointing but he showed that physical side as well, and, and, he, and, and you need that, don't you, in the championship? Because how many strikers do you come up against that it just becomes a right physical bruising ding dong? I think there's no doubt about it as a centre back, you have to have a bit of the mongrel about it. You have to be tough, you have to give as good as you get. I think what's. You look at Dale, and he's always been a big lad, but as you say, he's filled out. It's a bit like sometimes, you know, I think Dave Parnaby used to mention it, you know, players would go off. You know, younger players would go off for the summer break and come back looking a few years older and more physical and have that final growth spurt. And as you say, the penny's probably dropped with Dale that he needs to be bigger, you know, physically in, in prime condition. He looks a big unit now, doesn't he? And, but, but an athlete, he's mobile, um, he's got 
an opportunity to go all the way really if he can you know if he can keep developing you know everyone we speak to don't you know either inside Burr or outside Burr all say the same thing and they rate him don't they yeah and um, he said today I asked him about obviously learning from Woodgate because I remember last year talking to him at Preston away I think it was obviously when Woodgate was the coach and saying how how much he was learning from him day on day out and said today with, with Woodgate still being manager do you still get the opportunity to work so closely with him is he still very hands on which he says he is and Woodgate and Fry sorry said it was a blessing to for him to be able to learn from a player like Woodgate day in day out it is isn't it when you think of when you think of the defenders England have produced in the last 20 odd years there aren't many young defenders coming through now who get to work with someone who was that good day in day out no absolutely I mean he's an inspiration isn't he you know they the share, the share, share a similar background in the both from Teesside um, obviously Woodgate came through a lot sooner I know Dale made his debut He's what 17, just shy of his 18th birthday. But you know, Woodgate was playing regular first team football at 18 and in the Premier League for Leeds, and then obviously played for England at 19. And um, you know, it basically, you know, it didn't really have a setback. Um, that was freakish, really, you know, to get somebody as good as that at that age. But Dale's, Dale's young, he's, he seems keen to learn. He's got all the physical attributes, and if he if he listens to people like Woodgate, and one of the big things that you know gets mentioned from time to time, what Woody isn't just good about telling you what to do right. He warns you about what not to do, and he made a few mistakes. He's the first to admit it, and we've seen it so many times with young players when they get in the first team, they think they've made it, and they think the work, the hard work stopped. Well, it hasn't. The hard work really starts when you make the first team. To, to not only keep what you've got but to build on it and get better and we already know that there's been interest in Dale you know if Borough if, if Borough don't go up this season they'll have a hell of a job on the hands to keep somebody as talented as Dale but but just looking at the short term it's great that if he can have a run of games put this injury behind him build on build on the player we know he is and um, you know he kick on for next season and, and it's also I know I know we talk about this sort of thing a lot but given given how many youngsters are in and around the first team squad now and the likes of Connor Malley and, and uh, Steve Walker and Nathan Wood who were training with the first team day in, day out. For them to see not just, you know, a young lad who they've come through the ranks with playing, but captain in the team. Yeah, that's... You know, it, it's one of their mates, isn't it? Yeah, of course, isn't it? That's what Buddy made the point, that, you know, he can be an inspiration. But I, I think what he didn't say today, um, but what, it, what was implied was he can be the inspiration if you do what he did... Not, he hasn't got it just because he's Dale Fry and he's 22. He's got his, he's got it because he's Dale Fry, he's 22, and he's working his socks off he's to improve. Every box yeah, to he's, get you know, he, is, yeah. he hasn't just rested on his laurels. You know, he didn't. He got that taste of football at 17. He didn't. Um, you know, it hasn't been playing sailing since. No, then. but a couple of loan. I mean, that yeah. Rotherham loan move didn't quite work for him, did no. it? And he's had a couple of years where he was knocking on the door, but not quite there. I think last year, last year, you know. There was a lot, a lot of criticism for Tony Pulis last season, but, but one of the big plus points was was the emergence of Fry and Wing, and, and Pulis undoubtedly helped uh, get both players to where they are today, which is absolutely nailed on starters in the Borough team. No, he loved, he loved Dale, didn't he? He made a point of mentioning that. I think, I think, you know, he probably it was unlucky that you know he'd been so good 
so young, he'd played a lot of football, particularly in the summer with the 21s and the he went to the world, you know, the youth, the youth World Cup, didn't he? And too much football, really. Too much football. He was playing a lot of qualifiers. He went to the um, Toulon tournament, and it, he's probably been a bit of look. I don't think he had a summer off, did he? For about five. So that's 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 proved a little bit of a setback getting that injury. But possibly the benefit is for it's given him an opportunity to sit back, reflect on what he's done so far, what he needs to do moving forward, and it probably also having you know having an a, lot, a long injury like that probably also makes you grateful for what you've got and not to take it for granted not that I'm suggesting he ever did so yeah it's, it was disappointing that he missed a lot of football and he didn't go to the under 21s that'll have been a huge blow the Euros but the benefit might be that he, he, he you know, he's had time to think about his game and come, and come back a more mature footballer and, and it does feel like and I know international breaks they come thick and fast and there's probably one too many isn't there in the, in, yeah. the, in the championship but I do think that this first one does give certainly a, a manager like Woodgate who's taken charge chance to take a step back because you don't really get chance for breath in those first few weeks of the season do you there's already been highs and lows it now gives him and his coaching team a chance to step back and to work on things closely that they want to work on not just match specific but like we were talking about working with the defences as a unit once everyone's back and also to get get the players back it, it feels like this has come at a good time now Borough have got a few positive results to go in the break on it would have been it would have been rough wouldn't it going into the going into the break on the back of a defeat today yeah well he made the point that you know he didn't really want the break because he was three games unbeaten but I think when he sits and reflects on it it'd be it'd be great for opportunity as you say just to digest what's happened so far get you know distance himself a little bit and just have a you know have a sit you know he'll probably get a couple of days off even though he'll be still hands on the players will probably have a couple of days off that gives him a chance just to sit down talk to the coaches maybe look you know assess the games that have gone so far have a think about what could have been done better what they need to do differently he's got most of the players available during the break so they can work on things most of the defenders are going to be available fitness permitting so it, 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 I think yeah, all things considered it probably does come at a good time yeah he laughed uh, Mark Drury at BBC Tees and said to him you know well is this a chance for you to switch off now uh, and he just laughed that off you know I, I won't be switching off there's things I want to work on we've got to keep working hard but it, it will give him chance to switch off from the immediacy of there's another game there's another game we need to focus immediately on this next game it gives him chance to focus on the more general issues doesn't it um, but but you know looking back on those first those first six games as we say that the, there was obviously the, the laws of crew um, the disappointing performance of Blackburn but Borough have responded well to that and they're going now three games unbeaten and, and, and there does seem to be a positive feel from, from those who you speak to despite the fact that you know they, they, they would like more points on the board at this stage of the season obviously yeah the players are clearly enjoying playing for Woody that comes across loud and clear I think I think you know that when we look back on this season you know in May next year whatever whatever May next year brings we might just look back on that second half at Bristol City as a real turning point getting you know or, 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 or finding not, a not, way to not, win against yes, Wigan not, not crumbling not crumbling when you go one behind just before half time which could have felt like oh no not here we go again you know that that the late equaliser you know Millwall fought back and equalised didn't and that was a that was a bit of a sickener um, so I think that might you know be a pivotal point and, and just the fact that you know they pushed a decent side and that will give them confidence but yeah it's um, there are no one's going to 
deny that there's room for improvement and, and moving forward things in certain areas need to improve but there are signs there aren't there that the, the squad are responding the players are responding they're the buying into what he wants to do um, just in case now we're picking up some picking up some points as I said earlier but I, I think it's really pleasing that the, you know they found a way not to lose and they almost found a way to win at Bristol City on another day I think they might have won that match Cheers Phil well we'll wrap things up there because we're going to look for somewhere to eat feels like an absolute eternity since I had that Greg's breakfast. You went for a pret. Yeah, pret, yeah. Salmon sandwich. <laughs> and then bacon sarnies served yeah. the national game, but it was too close. So, so yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to stop for some on the way back. So, so thanks very much for listening. We'll, there'll be more reaction and analysis over the course of the weekend. And and, and as we were talking about on that pod there, the, the conversation with Dale Fry, the interview with Dale Fry, that'll be online first thing Monday morning and, and on the back of Monday's Gazette. Thanks for listening. Take care.